everyone, this is Charlie Levine, and you're listening to the Angler's Journal podcast, brought to you by Angler's Journal magazine. If you are looking for a magazine that's a little bit different in the fishing space, that's maybe not just a bunch of ads and a bunch of products, please check out Angler's Journal magazine. You know, we strive to publish the best writing, photography, and art found in the fishing world. We cover a little bit of everything, salt, fresh, fly, conventional, inshore, offshore, and it's just about good stories because at the end of the day, fishing is about stories. So visit anglersjournal.com and subscribe today. Now, in today's podcast, we're talking to a young woman named Fallon Klepper, who I met recently and really impressed me. Fallon is a teenager from Texas, and she's a bass angler, and she just won the high school championship with her partner. Um, But before we get into that, I need to address a story I saw in the news that just really got me fired up. This happened in Florida, where a state where I live now, I'm originally from up north, but live here in Florida, and seems like a lot of news is always ends up in coming and happening in Florida but this was involving a sailfish so apparently uh, some people were fishing off of Stewart and a sailfish you know was jumping behind the boat banged into the cockpit and its bill came in contact with one of the anglers but being you know the conventional mainstream media they spun it as the fish attacked the angler So that just doesn't happen. And I want to read some of this to you. The headline was sailfish leaps out of water, injures woman off Florida coast. So it says a 70 year old woman was stabbed by the bill of a 100 pound sailfish that leapt out of the water and quote attacked her as her companions were battling the fish. Now, I do a lot of sail fishing, um, whether it's live bait with kites or trolling dead bait you know, in Florida and other parts of the world. Sailfish are an awesome billfish to catch. They're acrobatic. They're beautiful. They have the huge dorsal fin, which, you know, is their namesake feature. They're colorful. They're fast, strong. But to just kind of hit rewind here for a second, you know, this story claims the fish was a 100-pound sailfish. I can tell you that it is extremely rare to encounter a sailfish in the Atlantic Ocean that weighs 100 pounds. You're lucky to encounter one that weighs 60 pounds. And if you were to tie a 50-pound dolphin or mahi-mahi and a 50-pound sailfish tail to tail, that dolphin would drag that sailfish around all day. Sailfish have short bursts of speed, and they love to jump. They're a cool fish to catch. People love them. They, they hit baits close to shore. They're a pelagic billfish. There is much to enjoy about sailfishing. Unfortunately, every once in a while, one jumps a little too close to the boat, and it either bangs into the transom, or maybe its bill kind of enters the cockpit. This one apparently jumps so high that it landed in the boat. Now, that is a problem that, again, happens very rarely. But to say that this fish attacked a 70-year-old woman It's just utter horse, you know what. They made it sound like this sailfish was contemplating an attack and was like, oh, I see a boat here. I'm going to leap in there and stab that woman in the neck. And it's just not true. And it drives me nuts that that's how these fish are portrayed in the media. This is not, you know, a shark attack or a sailfish attack. This was an unfortunate incident. They slapped a Band-Aid on her and the lady was just fine. All right, now let's get to our interview with Fallon Klepper. 
All right. So today's special guest is a young woman from Texas named Fallon Klepper, who just really did an amazing thing in the bass fishing world and took home the high school championship with her partner, Wyatt. So Fallon, how's it going? Uh, it's going good. Good. It was so nice to meet you. I met you and your family uh, recently at ICAST, which is, you know, this ginormous fishing tackle trade show. Um, that must have been your first time there. What did you think? Uh, it was really fun. I met a lot of new people and I met some like really good friends there. So it was really fun. Yeah, it's crazy how big it is, though. Were you a little overwhelmed? I was. <laughs> I bet. So Fallon, how old are you? I'm 17. You're 17 years old. Uh, you're from Texas, right? Yes. Okay. Whereabouts in Texas? Uh, I'm from Conroe. Okay. And what's that near? Uh, it's like north of Houston. Oh, all right. And, you know, it was nice to meet your parents. It seems like you have an awesome support system. And they're, you know, I'm sure they have to uh, drive you around quite a bit to get you to these places. And, um I guess, Fallon, just kind of tell us how you got into fishing. Um, so whenever I was two years old, we um, have this like family property in uh, Brenham, Texas, and we have a pond out there. And we, I always like loved like the outdoors and stuff like that. Well, my dad ended up buying me a pink Barbie rod whenever I was two years old, and we used to go out to the pond and like catch a bunch of fish and stuff like that. And I remember the first fish I ever caught. It was a bluegill, and Ever since then, it was, I didn't, like, really, like, get into it at that time. And I always, like, used to, like, go to my dad's weigh-ins whenever he would fish tournaments and stuff like that. And then whenever I was 11, we were having, like, some family concerns at the time. And so I told my dad that I wanted to, like, go fishing with him. Well, the first tournament I ever, like, competitively fished in, we won first place. Ooh. Like, ever since then, like, it's just, like, been, like, my stress reliever and, like, it's like to me it's like not all about winning like it's more like getting out in the outdoors and just like having fun more than winning oh that's so cool that's great to hear and um it's interesting though that you had that early success in tournaments that was sort of a precursor of what was to come um and it's you know for people like myself i live in florida i didn't really grow up bass fishing like you did but I've always been very interested in the bass fishing world because it was on television and, you know, these guys are driving around with their like NASCAR kind of trucks with stickers and sponsors. Um, so can you just tell us a little bit about the high school um, tournament trail and how it all works? Mm -hmm. So I fish for THSBA, which is Te Texas High School Bass Association, and that's like what my school fishes for. And there's nine different divisions, and it's, like, all, like, the surrounding schools. I fish in the Houston division, and there's 26 schools that fish in, like, fish in that division with me. And there's, like, 160, 180, it just depends. And so we fish five conference events, like, our, our surrounding lakes. And then we go to regionals, which is, um, like, three divisions for, like, that – the other two divisions that are surrounding us, and I think it's Hill Country, and then we all fish together at a lake, and that one normally has like 200 and something probably, and then wow. I want to say top 30% makes it to state, 
and then we go fish state and then we're done for the year and then it restarts the next year. Wow. So how many of your schoolmates are on this uh, team? So our like uh, school fishing team is combined because where I live, we have two different high schools. And so we combined it, our fishing team together to one. So there's 47 anglers or there's 47 teams. So there's, there's like 90 something kids. Wow. Okay. So a team is two anglers. So it's you and, and your buddy Wyatt Ford. And I read you guys have been fishing together for a while. Um, now this championship that's shared between you and Wyatt, right? You're, it's not one or the other, correct? Yeah. Okay. And because, you know, you being the first woman to win this, it seems like a lot of people are putting attention on you. Is, is he cool with all that? Or is he like, Hey, I want some of this attention too. Um, well, I don't really know. <laughs> I mean, I think he's like kind of upset about it just because like he hasn't like gotten the attention that I have. And I honestly feel bad because I like, like he did like the same amount of work that I did. Like, I, I don't want to just take all the credit for it. And then, but then I also think he's like really happy for me and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's really neat. And I was reading up on your last event and it said that, uh, Wyatt caught a seven pound, eight ounce fish. So that's, yep. that, that's a nice fish. That must've really helped move you guys up. Yes, it did. All right. Well, congrats to you, Wyatt. I hope you're listening and, um, you know, it's it's so cool to me just, you know, I have kids of my own and, and we have a, 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 a lake that we live on here in central Florida and they're into bass fishing and it's it's growing so much with younger people and the opportunities and, and doors it can open is like amazing. You know, and I look at you and, and I'm sure there's going to be college scholarships and, you know, it says here that you guys potentially won a quarter million dollars in college scholarships. Is that, is that right? Or is that a typo? That's right. That is astounding. So you guys can put that towards your education. Uh, well, so the scholarships that we got, they only go to that certain school. So we got one from Simpson and we got one from Kentucky Christian and like, we have to go to those schools. Like, that's the only place that we could use that. Okay. But still, I mean, for all you parents out there who are listening and thinking about college <laughs> tuition prices, maybe turn those kids on to bass fishing because it's really incredible that, you know, by getting into fishing, you can go to school on a full ride to, like, legit institutions. We're not talking about, you know, St. Thomas whatever this is these are like auburn university and, and really big colleges so that's pretty amazing and let me ask you so how difficult is it you said it's not so much about the competition but how difficult is it competing against these other schools and these other anglers um it's definitely hard because they're also like there are some, like, people have on and off days. So you could be on one day, and then the next day you could totally just go zero. Um, so to me, it's pretty much about how much, like, work you put in, how much time, and just, like, not, like, focusing on your mental. Like, you, your mental game has to be there instead of, like, saying, oh, it's freezing cold out here. I don't want to be out here. Like, you just have to, like, think warm because that's what I have to do. I'm not used to the cold. So, and... So just like 
competing against like other teams is like really fun, especially because I'm ever since my freshman year, I've like gained like new friends like every year through this. And like, I, granted, they're all boys, but they're like my brothers. Like, if anything were to happen to me, like, I know they would be there. If something were to happen to my boat, I know they'd come. And so it's just like really like nice knowing that you have people there for you and that they're going to help you if you need help. Oh, that's really neat. And as far as fishing, has it helped you learn new styles from some of these other people from different areas? Like, you know, maybe they do a lot of drop shot fishing there or they're all flipping or have you had to kind of expand your angling repertoire? I have. Um, one of my friends, he fishes a lot and he fishes like down by Galveston and he always goes fishing on like Fayette or Somerville or Rayburn and stuff like that. And he's always telling me, you need to fish slower. You need to fish slower. He's like, they're not always going to be on crankbaits or shaky heads or something like that. He's like, you're going to have to fish a lot slower. So I ended up trying it and it, it does work. So listening to other people, like you got to, you have to have an open mind out on the water. Yeah, it works, but it can get boring. I like to fish fast too. So do, living in Houston, do you do some saltwater fishing? Um, My stepdad does, but I don't really i don't think it's that fun honestly i think wow yeah i think bass fishing is a lot more fun but i'm supposed to be going down um to the bay this um like sometime this winter to go catch reds so oh yeah it's funny red fishing especially there is pretty similar it's like spinner baits and soft plastics and <laughs> i'm sure you're gonna be an ace at it um so now, winning it as a female, a young woman, do you think um, it's helped maybe attract more ladies into bass fishing? Yes, without a doubt. Just because, like, they don't, we didn't have, I didn't have anyone to, like, look up to as a girl whenever I, like, started fishing. So I wanted to be the one to set an example for other girls. And hopefully that me winning shows them that they can also do it, like, it's not all about the boys. And even though it's a male dominant sport, you can still do it. Yeah. Agreed. I think that's really cool. And, you know, one of the panels we went to where I met your mom was sort of about breaking down these barriers <laughs> and, and making it more approachable for women. And, you know, being a white dude, I think I was a little naive to a lot of the issues and it was eye opening for me to hear some of these stories from ladies because it, it shouldn't, there shouldn't be barriers. I mean, fishing's for everybody. So mm -hmm. I, I think it's, it's awesome that a lot more young women are, are now looking up to ladies like yourself and saying, you know, Oh, I could be like her. They see pictures of you being successful. It's that's got to feel good. Yes. Did you have any kind of experience with some young girls yet who are like, I want to be like Fallon or they want your autograph or stuff like that. Uh, I actually have the day after uh, nationals. I also fished another tournament on Pickwick and that was for worlds. And I was walking back to my boat after that tournament and a little girl named Annie. She, oh, she's the cutest little girl in the world. And she like walked up to me and she's like, can I take a picture with you? And that was better than winning the national championship. Like, I don't care what anybody says. That was the best feeling ever like i was like i have somebody looking up to me and she's right here in front of my eyes and that's amazing oh good for you that's so cool i'm so glad to hear that um and so you're going to be a senior in the fall 
Yes. What, you got any big plans for senior year? You going to keep fishing? I am going to keep fishing. So you and Wyatt are going to try to defend your title? Yes. <laughs> okay. So what do you have to do in preparation of that? Are you involved with like lining up sponsors and things like that? Um, I have one sponsor right now. Um, it's St. Croix Rods. Um, I'm working on a couple right now to get them. Um, our, we have a tournament coming up in, I think it, October 1st, I believe. So that's our first tournament of the year. And then we, in October, we go to Gunnersville, Alabama to go fish the Collingler side of the MLF national or the MLF for like the big boys. <laughs> yeah. The MLF is the major league fishing. Yeah. Um, okay. So you must really look up to some of those pros too. Did you get a chance to meet any of those folks? Um, I met, yeah, I met a couple of them. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, I haven't, I've been to the Bassmaster classic and I was actually really impressed with a lot of the bass pros. Like I went to a media day event and they're super approachable. They're, they all, I mean, for the most part, they all seemed really nice and answered all our questions. Have you had a similar experience? Uh, yeah, well, I was at ICAST. I met a lot of people. Gerald Swindle being one of them, he um, he likes to talk a lot, and he's so funny. He's the one who, like, actually like, made me, like, he was one of the ones that I looked up to whenever I was little to, like, become my kid. I want to be, like, approachable and I want people to like come up and talk to me and stuff like that and not just like some of these other ones that like aren't very like social and don't like to talk okay who was that I I didn't catch his name uh Gerald Swindle oh okay yeah it's fun and you know it's so big like that classic I went to people were lining up at like six in the morning just to see the boats take off like literally just a guy jump in a boat and drive down the river. It was, it's crazy. Um, do you think someday that's something you'd want to do is to try to be a professional bass angler? Um, half of me wants to, and then the other half of me doesn't. I really want to go study animal science in college, and I want to become a livestock vet. So I don't really know how fishing and that's going to go together, but I'm definitely going to try. Okay. Well, maybe compete in college then or, or not even sure about that? Um, well, I'm like really close with like all of my family and I don't want to like leave that far. So I'm okay. hoping like inside Texas, but I don't have to. Go. Yeah. Well, you have time to figure it out. And I know being your age, it's a lot of pressure, all these decisions and stuff. So take your time, have some fun and go fish. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us, Fallon. I, it was so nice to meet you and your family, and you're just a, a great young woman, and we wish you all the success and with whatever you do. And it's, uh, it's really cool how open you are to talk with us and to bring in some new young people into the sport. So thanks for everything you're doing, and best of luck. Thank you. Thank you.